All right. Welcome to another episode of Gin and Truth. I'm the captain of this ship, Robert motherfucking Reed. I got a tumble full of Hendrix. I got a mind full of thoughts. Let's go. Let's go. All right, gang, we're going to jump into this. But before I even start, this is about my fourth or fifth time leading off with this. Californians, I totally understand that the dirt is cheaper and you guys are coming to like Austin and gobbling shit up. I'm not one of these guys who sits there and says, you know, don't California. my I don't give a shit. Right. Home is what the fuck it is. You make it. Texans, stop fucking belly aching. But I really got to ask, what the fuck are you guys thinking? It is literally 9 billion percent humidity. And this is the time of the year that one, I can't go outside with my dogs past like four o'clock in the morning. But I went and made some fucking groceries and it's it's one of those moments. I just sweat a lot. So maybe I'm just a little bit different, but I bullshit you not walking from the car to the store into the store. What? I don't know. 15 meters tops. Gang, I'm sweating like I just ran a fucking marathon. Then I do what I got to do. I'm just barely cooled off. Then I get back in my car. I'm still, I mean, again, maybe you guys are just built differently. I don't know, but fuck me. Coming to Austin now, what the fuck you guys thinking? I'm trying to get the fuck out, and you guys are trying to get the fuck in. Again, it's just too humid. It's just literally too humid to live here. But, gang, as we jump into the first one today, this one's going to be different. Yeah, truly. But I saw a tweet this morning, and it was a simple question. And that question was, what was your favorite part of gym class? Now, today's kids are like, what's gym class? Some of you fuckers are Googling it right now. Fuckers. But it took me longer to type the answer than it did to come up with it. Dodgeball. Dodgeball was fucking phenomenal, Jack. You guys remember that red rubber ball? I mean, that was literally an instrument of fucking execution. And I don't know about where you guys grew up or how you guys played it, but for us, gang, it w- that was prison rules. It was a gladiator sport, Jack. Yeah, I mean, if y'all follow me on Twitter, y- y'all saw that little uh, meme that I put out. You know, it was like, you know, Spade's partner. Right, it's only a game. Then it's me. Then it's a picture of fucking uh, Larry Fishburne as Ike Turner, like bitch. Right, that look. That again. If you did not step on that fucking field of play, ready for battle, you were going to get slaughtered. And for us, it was simple. As far as leaving, nobody's leaving until somebody is bleeding. We went for blood, Jack. And now that I'm sitting here, and I'm looking about it. I'm thinking about it. The first thing I think about, gang, is the movie Tombstone. Y'all remember that? And that fucking scene with Val Kilmer as uh, Doc Holliday and fucking Johnny Ringo. And Johnny Ringo comes out of the fucking bar and he's plastered, right? It was <laughs> right after they shot up the Cowboys at the OK Corral fight. Y'all remember that shit? Y'all remember that scene? What the fuck did Johnny Ringo say, right? Like, Wretched slugs. Don't you have the guts to play for blood? I'm your Huckleberry. That's just my game, right? <laughs> just like, oh, I'm trying to remember the whole fucking movie. Right? All right, Lunger, I'll put you out of your misery. Say when. 
stay win. That's exactly how we played fucking dodgeball, Jack. It, and I remember when they started to fucking take those uh, reading articles on how they were taking dodgeball out of gym class. And you want to know why they were doing it? They said it was exclusionary. You know what my response was? What's your fucking point? Yeah, of course it is. Gang, there is no better metaphor for life than getting hit in the fucking face with that red rubber ball. Again, we were so, I don't know how you guys, for us it was a circle, right? And it got to a point where Mrs. G, the gym teacher, how, how convenient is that, Miss Kalinsky? She, one ball, then two balls, three balls. I mean, he, she wanted to watch us kill each other. And it got to a point to where, as you're facing forward, right? Because you let's say John. John has the ball, right? As you duck and you dodge that, you turn around. What you don't realize is that Suzanne has a ball and that bitch has hit it behind her back. You know the real fucked up about that equation? She's your friend. And right as you turn around, you're like, oh, she doesn't have the ball. And besides, that's my best friend. That bitch fucking slingshots one. Nolan Ryan's that bitch 99 miles an hour right in your fucking face. Gang, the reason why I bring that shit up is, again, there is no better metaphor for fucking life than dodgeball. Yeah, you're going to win some and you're going to lose some. I, mean, I told you about my best friend a million times. Well, here's one million and one. You guys think me and Simon are best friends because we just sit around and smoke wheat? Well, that's part of it. But 15 years ago, we used to fight for hours, Jack. We would. He's a martial artist just like I am. And I told you all before, I am a stand-up specialist by trade. What I got going for me, I've got long legs. They're powerful as shit. And... I'm a southpaw. I, I pose a tremendous uh, threat to your standard fucking fighter. I have the ability to take your base out from underneath you. A, a couple of my kicks, you're going to wonder, did that fucker just fucking kick me or did Thor throw fucking Mjolnir into the middle of my thigh? Simon's speciality, and I've got no problem saying this, he, he's way better of a small circle specialist than I am. Now, the fucked up part is we worked together back then. He would walk in limping. I would try and pick up a one-pound dumbbell. I'd have to drop it and fucking, my norm, my norm. Fire forges fucking steel. And there is no better fucking metaphor for life than turning around and finding out there's a speeding projectile headed right for your fucking face. How many times in elementary school did someone get a black eye, get a tooth knocked loose, Dang, I remember eardrums being busted, right? It's just, you had just enough time to fucking turn your head and that red rubber ball pushes a whole bunch of uh, air into your ear canal. Well, guess what? It's got no place to fucking go, right? And again, we, we, we were fine. We, you walked it off. And the people who cried on Monday were still playing it on Tuesday. And gang, I guess kind of the big tie-in is, and again, it's just kind of standard issued, Right? One generation always talks shit about the generation before. So now it's fucking my turn. I'm not a parent. I've made that abundantly clear. I just think that's kind of a problem with fucking today's kids. They're fucking soft. And I severely doubt there's a lot of kids 
you know, searching for gin and truth and they're fucking subscribing to my shit. So maybe let them listen to Uncle Bobby what he's getting ready to say. You little bastards, let me tell you something. There's going to come a point in time in your life when your mommy and your daddy won't be there to pick up after you. There's going to come a point in time where fucking you're going to fall down and you're going to scrape the shit out of your knees. You know who's going to be the only person responsible for wiping the blood up? You. Right, again, how, how many examples do we all know? I don't, is it like helicopter parents or tiger parents or whatever the fuck it is they're called? To me, this is part of it. You know, complaining that fucking Johnny or Susie, you know, they 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 were the they're always the first ones to get eliminated during dodgeball. Fucker learn how to dodge the ball. <laughs> That's the name of the game. And you know what? Maybe you just fucking suck at fucking dodgeball. And you'll never guess what? You're gonna suck at something. And it's I think it's just better that your first taste of fucking failure happens as early and as often as humanly possible. Gang, I still remember, if you were kind of to rank the teens where I grew up in soccer, believe it or not, soccer was my favorite sport. Kind of still is. But the Sabres were probably number three-ish, if you were just ranking them. That's the team that I played on. Second would have been probably the Roadrunner, not probably, the Roadrunners. Number one, the Mustangs. Gang, our season was over. And Coach Gillis who coached the uh, Sabres, and my mom and dad got a phone call. It was Coach Brown. Yeah, the head coach for the fucking Roadrunners. He calls and says, we want Chris to be in our goal. He was a select coach. I was like, okay, my first response was, Chris who? (laughs) They were talking about, I was like, really? You think I'm that good? So I went. Long story short, gang, one, I finished my career playing for the Roadrunners. I ended up stepping my game up. But my very first game with the Roadrunners, we played the Mustangs. Gang, we lost nine to nothing. Do you know who was in the goal that day? Chris. Me. Yeah. Gang, by the time they got to goal number five, my eyes were watering. My eyeballs were legitimately fucking sweating, right? By the time they got to goal six, seven, and eight, I was full on crying. Gang, by the time they got to goal number nine, I was ugly crying. Coach Brown never once took me out. He made me stay in there and take that ass whooping. Gang, I learned two things about myself that day. One, I hate to lose more than I like to win. Which leads me to number two. As a result, there is nothing that I will not do to secure fucking victory. I will outwork you. I will out-hustle you. I will lift more weights. I will run more fucking laps. And if my foot ends up on your neck, it is your job to get it off, not mine. If you don't like it there, do something about it. I am now willing to go all the way for victory. The question is, are you willing to sacrifice as much as I am? That is how fierce of a fucking competitor I am. And I honestly, in truth, one, I don't know if I would have gotten there if I wasn't fucking humiliated on my first time out as a select team goalkeeper. And you guys may think that that's a really long way to go to say let kids play fucking dodgeball, but it's not. It really the fuck is not. Right. It's like kind of like hey, one more thing before I close this thing out. Right. It's like age appropriate sex education.
right? Are you really going to tell your 10-year-old about a 15-on-one anal gangbang and a bukkake? No. Everyone knows you tell them that when they're 11, right? But fucking, you start low and you work your way up to, you know, other shit, right? To me, dodgeball is a fucking essential part of growing up. Nothing like learning in the fifth grade that your best friend is going to throw a ball and is going to hit you in your dick and you're going to be crumpled over. Now, you have to deal with that pain and then realize that's still your best friend. Gang, I I bullshit you not. I bullshit you not. I'm going to say it one more time. Fire forges fucking steel. Let those kids scrape their fucking knees. Let them play fucking dodgeball and take that red rubber ball right in the face like we all did. Because you'll never guess what. We all turned out okay. Right? All right, gang. That was kind of stupid, but I actually liked it. We're going to move on to a more depressing topic. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jen and truth. Let's go. Gang Ted Cruz. If I wasn't living in fucking Texas, maybe I wouldn't talk about this fuck face so goddamn much. But Theodore affects my life. And by my life, I mean all of our lives. This is bullshit. And this is nothing new. Ted Cruz has been, is now, and will forever be devoid of morality sack of shit. I just belch. Hashtag unprofessional. Now, gang, the reason why Discount Rack Wolverine made today's hit list is, again, y'all know how I get down. YouTube was on autoplay, and I'll be good goddamned. I listened to this asshole give this passionate speech about wearing masks. And in Texas, absolutely no mask, no mask, no mask. You cannot mandate masks. In, no, not in schools. Nope, not in schools. Nope, no, personal responsibility. No masks in schools. No mask in schools. No, 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 no. Gang, you'll never guess what the fuck it is I found out by that badly built sack of shit. Ted Cruz, you remember his two daughters? Yeah, those two little girls that he threw under the bus when he got nailed for bailing on Texans. Yeah, those two little girls, they go to a fucking private school, Jack. $25,000 a year per kid. You'll never guess what they mandate at that private school. Masks. Gang, let me say that one more fucking time. Again, Ted Cruz sends his daughters to a school that mandates masks. You know who does not give a shit about? Your kids. Again, this this is ugly. Again, it reminds me of a uh, Louis Theroux. Am I saying his name right? Uh, That British document, document, fuck me, documentary. Y'all know what the fuck it is I'm trying to say. Uncle Bobby's tired. He makes documentaries. Go fuck yourselves. Gang, if he's doing a documentary, the shit is going to be heavy. That's just how he gets down. I remember him doing several of them on how uh, American prisoners are treated. Hashtag they're treated like shit. And before one of you say you get what you deserve, one, if you do the crime, you should do the time. But two, you should watch that documentary and then keep in mind the majority of these people, they're getting out of jail. Right. So, but right, that's that's a whole nother show. He, he infiltrated um, uh, the Westboro Baptist. That was fun. And then he did one on American politicians versus European politicians. 
And I remember at one point he asked the Amer- uh, the European uh, politicians, why are you doing this? Kind of what's your bottom line? What's your motivation? Gay, with different words, but they all said the same thing. And that was, I am here to serve my constituents. And by that, I mean the people who voted for me and the people who did not vote for me. My job is to work to make everyone's lives better. When they asked the American politicians, you know what their fucking answers were? Oh, to get reelected. They're there to serve their fucking selves, Jack. That's why I said those two assholes on my last show, they're fully Sith. Greg Abbott, who I'll dog here a little bit, fuckface Ron DeSantis, these people are fully Sith lords. Their only mission is to gain more power. And again, there is no body count high enough. There aren't enough bodies they can stack. They know if they want to get reelected, there's a certain portion of the population that they just have to jerk off. And again, Ted Cruz knows that pretty much the Trumpians, that's his voting base. And again, he is sending your kids. And again, I'm talking to you Texans. Even the ones who fucking voted, especially the ones who voted for him. He does not give a fuck about your kids. Not unless they're going to the kids' uh, school his kids are going to. And it reminds me of a fucking conversation that I remember hearing between two couples that just so happened to be conservative. Now, gang, this was when Beto O'Rourke was trying to unseat Discount Rack Wolverine. And I remember one husband, he was he was obviously he was clearly breaking his wife's balls, right? Just kind of test her conservative nature. And he's like, hey, baby, you're gonna vote for Beto? You know what she said? Fuck no. Gang, we had a chance to get Ted Cruz out of office. And because apparently there's some lib that needed to be owned, these people went to that voting booth and voted for Ted Cruz. Again, he hasn't just started to be a slime ball. He has always been this way. And again, if you guys do not wake up and smell the dog shit that's coming out of his rectum, and I actually need to apologize to the dogs that I know and don't know because I just insulted what came out of your asshole. The nuclear waste that comes out of that man's asshole. If you do not wake up and start smelling that, I'm telling you, the blood will be on your hands. And I'm not saying that lightly. Again, it's all funny. You know what's going to actually have to happen, gang? And I don't say this one lightly. And no, I'm not apologizing or taking this one back. It's like the gun argument, right? So far as long as it's just in the poor side of town, the middle class part of town, right? And it's like those kids, you know, I'm going to raise the glass. To all the brave children in America that have lost their fucking lives to gun violence so that Cletus can maintain his right to own guns. Freedom. Go fuck yourselves. Seriously. So far as long as it's at that public school over there, they don't give a shit. They'll still say thoughts and prayers. They'll still, my God, do we have to politicize this now? It's like, no, bitch. We're talking about the one from 1999. Can we talk about that one now? It's not going to change until one of those mass shooters goes into a private school that's $50,000 a year and kills one of their kids. Watch how fast they go from 
Thoughts and prayers. Fuck that. Let's start talking about some gun control. So far as long, it is your kids who pull the cough, cough, die. And again, again, it's funny. No, it's not. Again, I love it because I've had people tell me this, that the numbers just don't, you know, warrant panic. Well, let me tell you something. When that number is a single digit, like a one, except this time it's your kid. It's your mom. It's your dad. It's your grandfather. All of a sudden, that one number is fucking huge. Ted Cruz got his monkey ass up there and gave this fucking passionate ass speech about no mask. Absolutely no mask. Nope, nope, no masks at all. All the while sending his kids to a school that don't man that do mandate masks. Now, if Ted wants to impress me, make sure that his daughters go to a school where there's no mask. Because again, so far as long as it's someone else's kids, he's going to continue to make these fucking speeches. Again, Texans, I keep saying this. Have you had enough yet? I don't think you have because we keep voting these fuckers in place. Gang, now the next one's going to be not cheery at all. And I'm not, you know what, fuck it. I'm just going to take a quick squid because I'm going to need some liquid courage. And by liquid courage, you know Uncle Bobby just likes to do a little bit of drinking. Fuckface Greg Abbott. Again, uh, again, have you guys had enough? Are you guys tired of me talking? By me, are you tired of the shit that you have to fucking shovel every day? You remember fucking February? That was only, what, four short months ago? Texans, Texas leadership threw us under the bus six months ago. It could have been six years ago. Do you guys not understand they left you to fucking die? And by left you to fucking die, I truly mean Texas was warned literally a decade ago. If you do not step your game up, you are going to fucking freeze and you're going to bury your citizens. And you'll never guess what Texas did. Fuck them. Like I said, Greg Abbott, I promise you that fucker didn't go a second without electricity. We know that Ted Cruz got his monkey ass on a plane and rolled out. But he wanted to fucking rag the Democrats. Remember when the Democrats rolled out to stop the fucking voter suppression law and he ragged them for jumping on a plane? Again, this guy, again, sociopath, psychopath, pick your fucking path. That guy does not have access to the full range of human emotions. He cannot feel shame, right? Tiger Woods has no right to lecture someone else for cheating on their fucking wife. You know what I'm saying? Ted Cruz has got no right wagging his bony ass finger with his slumped ass shoulders and his ugly fucking beard ragging someone else for jumping a plane and not doing their job. Except the Democrats went and did their fucking job. They went to Washington and tried to rally fucking people to the cause to say, if we don't stop this, this is going back to Jim Crawford. Low Jim Crow type of shit. But here we are. Fuckface Greg Abbott. Same thing. Again, no different. No fucking different. First and foremost, let's get with the kind of the funner part of why fuckface Greg Abbott is on the list. Liquor. Now, I know where he's coming from, and he is going to win this. He is. I'm going to belch. Hashtag unprofessional. The Q-tip's on the move. Sit your monkey ass down. There he is. So, if you want to know what I mean by liquor, Greg Abbott is, again, 
Did you guys know? I just actually found this out today. If you work around Greg Abbott, do you know you have to subject yourself to two COVID tests a week? You have to be protected to be around Greg Abbott. Do you guys know that? Again, he doesn't give a fuck about you. So far, as long as he sits in his gilded castle, as long as he's got security guards, a moat with fucking dragons floating in it so you can't get close to him. He is trying to kill you, Texas. He is. But here's the thing about the liquor. He is so adamant about making sure that nobody mandates masks, that if a Texas restaurant mandates a mask, he is threatening to pull your liquor license. Again, he's one of the main people screaming about defunding the police. And I already told you guys, it's the worst name imaginable. It is absolutely the worst name. I don't know why they don't change it. But again, Greg Abbott wants to, one, defund Texas schools because they want to institute masks, and they will, and they are. But he's also now trying to defund liquor sales. Have you guys ever looked at the books at a restaurant? There's two things that will decide whether you make it or fucking break it as a restaurant. One, how much do you book on a Monday or Tuesday? That literally is a deciding factor. Everyone is full Friday and Saturday. Can you book tables during the slow days? That literally is the difference between restaurants that make it and restaurants that don't. The other thing is fucking liquor sales. They make their money. Literally, they can make their fucking year on giving you bottom shelf liquor and charging your monkey ass top shelf prices. And he wants to take that ability away from fucking Texas uh, restaurants. If you think that gun owners are fucking your rebels, come mess with us fucking drunks. Right? You want to sit here and say, oh, my guns, motherfucker, my guns. Fuck you. Please notice how you gun idiots, you haven't done a fucking thing. Right? Again, you guys are sitting here up here talking about, yeah, I need my guns. What if the fucking government tries? You're a fat piece of shit and you're a checker at a grocery store. When the Marines come knocking on your door, you haven't run a lap since, I don't know, you try to play dodgeball and you sucked at it. You, you really think because you've got the ability to run and go get yourself an AR-15 that you can take out the United States military? If they wanted to take your fat ass, they would take it in a heartbeat, right? And most of you have never been in a fucking fist fight. I told you, I asked that question at the gym where I work, right? It's like, literally, when was the last time you were in a fist fight? Gang, you thought I would have asked them, when was the last time you fucked your sister? Oh, right. oh, oh, oh. No, no one does that. But you think you got the skills? You, you know what it means to be stressed out and you can pull a trigger? No, you can't, right? And so, again, all you assholes talking tough, hiding behind your $50,000 worth of fucking arsenal, you ain't going to do shit. But you know who is going to do shit? Us drunks. Tell me I can't have a drink on a Tuesday night and I'm going to, like, like with a fucking pencil. <laughs> Your monkey isn't going to make it. You stand behind, you stand between a drunk and his or her liquor jack. You are in for a fucking fight. What John Wick will do to you will be a fucking summer vacation compared to a bunch of sober drunks who just want to fucking get their buzz on. But he's literally going to try, and he is. 
People are already acquiescing to this fucked up ass request. They are. They, they don't, again, they, people are just now starting to see that little decimal point move over and people are starting to make money after the COVID shit. People are still trying to financially recover. And now Greg Abbott is threatening that. Again, people are going to bend the knee. But again, this is how fucking malicious this fucker is. So again, gang, I, I don't want to rush what's going to happen next because it, it deserves all the time. It fucking deserves. As a matter of fact, it could probably be a whole fucking show. But I'm going to come back. Gang, thanks to the world's greatest DJ, I'm looking at the clock. I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. You know the drill. Say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Then I'll be back for part two of Gin and Truth. Let's go. And Truth. I didn't want to rush, gang, because the next one is a hard one. And again, it's just to show the hypocrisy. And again, this fucker is truly Darth Maul, Darth Sidious, Darth Malgus. All of these fuckers combined would not make up the intensity of Sith energy that fucking Abbott is flexing right about now. So again, this is the guy who won't mandate masks because he wants to flex personal responsibility, right? This was the guy, what the fuck is that? This is also the guy who, uh, where was I? Uh, uh, personal responsibility because of masks, right? Again, Democrats, Republicans, and the police department all came together and said, I think it's a good idea that we don't kill dogs, literally. Here is a detailed outline on what constitutes abuse, what constitutes, you know, proper tethering, shelter, water. Because, again, they, we're f- fully bracing for the whole heat wave shit. And lots of the unspoken story about February, all the animals that died because people panicked and just left their dogs outside and said, fuck it, we're going to try and find shelter for ourselves. Greg Abbott did inside it. It would have literally cost it the state of Texas nothing. Zero dollars and zero cents. I think we can afford that. And he said no. And you want to know why that fucker said no? He didn't want to micromanage. Right? All that being said, he literally micromanaged every vagina in the state of Texas by literally signing into law. The single most draconian anti-abortion bill in the United States. I already told you, ladies, you now have less time than it takes your man to go wash his dick off in the sink, lay his head on the pillow. And again, before you can finish a sentence, what are you thinking about? Your time has fucking expired. That's it. 
You cannot have an abortion in the state of Texas. Now, if you think that that was bad, again, all this because he doesn't want to micromanage you. Greg Abbott has now fucking turned the state of half of the state of Texas into fucking Boba Fett, Jack. We now have fucking abortion fucking bounties, right? I mean, fuck me. And even if gang, even if that's not gone all the way through, the fact that this is even a topic of conversation. So if you don't know what the abortion bounty is, oh shit, who's that? Who did I kick? Sorry, Papa. Papa was underneath my fucking chair. Oh man, hold on. Come here. Yo, he's fine. He's going to walk it off. He's going to walk it off. He's going to walk it off. That's my old guy. But so what the abortion bill said, or the abortion bill, what's the fucking difference? The bounty, right? So if you know someone who had an abortion, you can turn her in and you can get quite literally $10,000. If you know someone who performed an abortion, you can turn that person in and you now can get $10,000. Guys, Papa, Bubba, you guys shut the fuck up. Not only that, gang, if you are the Uber driver who drives, let's say, this 17-year-old girl to go get an abortion, you are now fucking part of the crime syndicate. My guys are just trying to have a good time. They're kind of being assholes. This is the way they get down. That's the bubs. Let me say that part again. As they now go out, you got... Papa, you guys are sacks as shit. Hold on, guys. Just you just gotta write it out. You gotta write it out. They're just having to, you guys get because the good thing is they're literally sitting right in front of me. This house is 1700 square feet. Now, if they wanted to go somewhere else, they could, but you know what? My dogs are assholes. <laughs> but back on topic. Okay. I told y'all, first takes and first takes fucking only. If you are the Uber driver. Who gives the 17, the 8, it doesn't matter her fucking age. If you were the Uber driver who takes a little girl to go get an abortion, they can now turn your monkey ass in and now you can collect $10,000. Again, gang, he's not even trying to hide how much hate he has in his heart for everyone not named Greg Abbott. Again, this is, it is the hypocrisy of today's Republican Party. Again, the, the most important baby on the planet is the one still floating in somebody's stomach. Again, let that fucker get two feet on the fucking ground. It's what's your name again? Uh, I'm the important person that you said was the most important person. You remember that, Greg? Uh, I, I, I don't know you. Again, if he really loved kids, he would not. Again, I'm going to belch and the Q-tip is up. Ugh. Hashtag unprofessional. Buddy, sit your ass down. No, oh, the Q-tip's on the move. But if you really loved kids, Greg, you would not have made Texas a free-for-all state buying guns. Right? You think abortion kills a kid? You should see what a fucking AR-15 does to a motherfucker. I mean, seriously. Right? You want fucking kids... To, to be the most important things on the fucking planet. Why is it our public education system sucks ass? 
Gang, when the only people that you can beat out public school education-wise are the likes of Arkansas, Alabama, Louisiana, you suck. Why are we not fixing that problem, Greg? You are more concerned. Again, this isn't about the kids, dude. It is not. You want to control women, right? Again, this has got nothing to do with kids. And the fact that you think that it is even close to being a good idea to have an abortion bounty makes you a sack of shit. I mean, seriously, what kind of handmaiden tell bullshit are you trying to flex, Greg? 10 grand, 10 grand to fucking turn in someone who got an abortion, which has got nothing to do with you. Absolutely. Oh, God damn. So gang in the background, you know, Uncle Bobby always has some shit going and I got HBO Max and it's uh, uh, it's, a cartoon Aquaman and God damn, someone just stabbed the queen in the fucking back. And it was kind of gruesome. And this is only a cartoon. I mean, that, God damn. I have a knife about that big in this house, gang. And it is not pretty. I got to imagine that's the damage it would do. Hold on. Uh, yeah, that's true. Instead of stitches getting stitched. God damn. It's kind of like snitches get stitches. Motherfucker. Look here, gang. You got to be fucking kidding me. Again, I want to wrap this one up because I want to knock the last one out of the park but again ten thousand dollars to snitch on somebody who got an abortion and again get your fucking egos out of it what does Susie q getting an abortion have to do with you again we live in a state that has demonstrated that we don't give two shits about its citizens much less its kids and ten grand Again, oh, God bless America. Again, this is going to have to be a whole new show. But again, do you not know what he has done? You know what's going to end up happening? Again, the rich people in Westlake, they're not going to give a shit. They'll spend 10 grand on a vacation. He is, now that I think about it, gang, Greg Abbott has officially turned poor person against poor person. That's what this is about. Again, Again, if you if you live in Westlake, if you live in Pemberton, again, I'm not hating. I'll spend the rest of my life trying to have your problems. But I bullshit you not. It just hit me. Greg Abbott has officially turned poor people against other poor people. That's a brilliant move, Greg. Actually, that's some diabolical shit. Go fuck yourself. All right, gang. The next one's going to be funny. Not really. <laughs> so we're going to switch little gears. Hold on. You know what time it is. Mm, delicious. Jan and Truth, let's go. Hold on. Oh, there he is. I couldn't find the tip, but buddy disappeared. But how far can a fucking blind dog go? He moved two feet. All right, buddy, back on topic. Gang, get, right now, do me a favor and think of five Tom Hanks movies. Every single last one of you probably just came up with 15. How many of you would like to go have dinner with Tom Hanks tonight? I'm on that list. Who the fuck doesn't love Tom Hanks, right? I mean, fuck me. That guy has been moving us emotionally for decades. You guys remember laughing at Splash, right, with Daryl Hannah? Again, you young kids, you got no fucking clue how lucky you have it. iPads and everything else. 
You fuckers are jerking off to HD. If you're my age, you remember that one scene where she finally hit land for the first time and her hair moved just a little bit and you got to see a tit? How fast did we all run to the fucking bathroom and stroke one real fast? Like, oh, I got to keep that in my memory. I saw a boob. That shit was fucking fantastic. Splash was great. Daryl Hannah, John Candy. And yeah, if you think I'm bullshitting, look it up. The dude from Shit's Creek. Yeah, that was the scientist in fucking Splash. That movie was fucking fantastic, right? You remember how much we all cried during Philadelphia, right? And if you weren't moved for during Forrest Gump, do me a favor, hit the unsubscribe button. I do not want your audience. Saving private, Ryan's private? Yes, I just made a porno flick name. Go fuck yourself. I haven't watched it. I don't think I can. Bottom line is Tom Hanks is fucking phenomenal. Now, gang, I do not know. I don't believe in karma. I, I think karma, one, it, it's not proven. Yeah, y'all know how Uncle Bobby gets down. Prove it first, and then we can talk. Two, it is highly immoral. Please notice how we only talk about karma when it works in our favor, right? You're going on some hard times. Something good happens to you. What do we all say? Oh, it's because I've got good. Shut the fuck up. You don't got good karma. Shit just could happen. Way to go. Congrats. Or, you know, a total shit stain, right? And they get their comeuppance. What do we say? Right? Oh, that person just had bad karma. They got what they had. Shut the fuck up. Bad shit happened to them. That's the way it works out. Right? The reason why karma is an immoral topic of conversation. Yes, I'll get back to Tom Hanks soon. Because what we never take into consideration is what hap- what is it when something really fucked up happens to someone who doesn't deserve it? Please tell me what did that Catholic schoolboy do in this life or a previous one to get gang raped by a bunch of dick slapping fucking priests? Let me give you that answer. Nothing. Well, I just kind of ruined the mood there, didn't I? But we're going to go back to Tom Hanks, but I'm just going to have some drinks. Fuck you. My point is, gang, I'm trying to figure out what fucking karmic retribution is fucking Tom Hanks paying for because now we have Chet Hanks. Do you guys know what a Chet Hanks is? Yeah, Chet Hanks is Tom Hanks' son. Chet Hanks, and you guys can thank my best friend for this one. Again, he sends me shit. I was like, I'll just talk about it for five minutes. Next thing you know, it's two fucking episodes. Thank you, Simon. Fuck you. Chet Hanks is the son of fucking uh, Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. Tom Hanks was arguably the first celebrity case of COVID. Y'all remember that? Y'all remember when COVID first hit the scene? Right? And fucking, we just thought if someone farted on you that had COVID, you would die a horrible death. Thank God that's not the case, right? But we all panicked when Tom Hanks did it, uh, when he, he and his wife got fucking COVID. Right? He apparently had a hard time breathing. Lost taste of, lost his smell, his taste. Tom Hanks was a hurting dog. He made the recovery. Go Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks has put out more than one video, has done more than one interview where he straight up said, Wash your hands. Stay away from crowds. Get the vaccine. Wear a mask. He even said so far, I can't remember if it was masks or if it was um, the vac- either one or maybe both. And he straight up said, if you don't do this, I can't respect you. Again, I just boast again. Hashtag unprofessional. Gang, Superman is kicking the shit out of this monster. I don't even know what kind of monster this is. This looks like 
if my ex-wife had a baby with a fucking octopus and that octopus then made it with the Kraken and then that fucker just became nightmare fuel. That's what I'm looking at. Superman punched him with a fucking uppercut, sent him into the, uh, God damn. And now Superman just pretty much pushed half the ocean's bottom on top. He just committed a 187. I just witnessed a murder. Superman is now officially a fucking murderer. But back on topic. I know, man, where the fuck it is I was. King, I don't even know why I go on these fucking tangents. I thank y'all for putting up with my crazy ass. Maybe that's why my fucking viewership's going down. I'm crazy. So what's happening here, gang, is Tom Hanks has done everything to make sure people take this shit seriously. And his fuck-faced son has come straight out and said, don't do it. Now... That's the easy part of this conversation. (laughs) The reason why Chet Hanks really made today's hit list wasn't because of COVID, which is bad enough, right? Don't listen to fucking Chet Hanks. Again, those numbers are really low right up until the time it hits your house. Do the right thing. Take your shots if you can. Wash your hands, wear your mask, shut the fuck up. This isn't about government control. Because like I said, if the Marines want you, they're going to come and get you and you can't do shit. So it's going to be a fucking drama queen. But the reason why this asshole made the hit list today, gang, again, he looks to be like in his mid-20s, which means he was born when Tom Hanks was Tom Hanks. When he and Rita Wilson amass this crazy fortune. And again, way to go. I'm not hating. He, he Chet is not my age, right? He was not born when Tom Hanks was probably doing like wick ads and doing fucking cereal commercials. He was born long after probably. He, no, he was because, gang, I was in college and college for me was over 30 years ago. He was born after Forrest Gump. You know what? Let's look at the people's iPhone of knowledge. Again, it's on the internet, so it has to be true. Hold on. Let's take a look. Tom Hanks. Net. Fuck me. Okay. Again, even if you were to cut this shit in half, he is worth $40 million. Chet Hanks, shut the fuck up. But again, to the point, the reason why this asshole made the hit list, I don't know what you guys called him, and I hate this term, but I'm going to use it for the purpose of this show. Where I'm from, he would be called a wigger. Y'all know what that is? God, I hate this term. It's when a white guy, quote unquote, acts black. Now, again, I hate that term, and it, shit, in season one, I, I broke it all down. Gang, w- when you say that, do you not understand how offensive you are being? Again, how low is your fucking bar for black people that Chet Hanks is apparently acting like I'm supposed to act? Again, w- when you tell a black person, oh, man, you speak so well. Hey, fuckface, I'm a college graduate. All I did was complete a simple sentence. You simple bastard, step your game up. But again, Chet Hanks was born into wealth. 
Chet Hanks has no idea what it means to fucking struggle. And it might, I saw this shit that, that, my, that my boy sent me. Chet Hanks is covered in tattoos. Again, is there anything wrong with that? Of course not. I've got it. But his tattoos are trying to fucking portray something that he is not. I'm seeing pictures of him. Again, I don't know my gun. So the first thing that comes to my mind is like an M6, whatever the fuck, right? And there's pictures of him shirtless, covered in tats, you know, with a buzz cut, holding on to this fucking gun the size of a third grader, trying to act all hard and shit. And my boy sent me this fucking video that he was in. And again, I've said it before with oppression. When you don't know what oppression is, you have to make shit up. And what you make up is so fucking stupid, right? Same thing with being hard, right? When you don't know what hard is, when you don't know what hood is, when you don't know what street actually is, you got to make shit up. And again, when the rest of your neighborhood, because you know who Tom Hanks doesn't live next to? Middle-class people, poor people. His next-door neighbor probably has more money than him. And by next-door neighbor, I mean someone who probably lives a quarter mile away. Right? So again, you you don't know what hard is, Chet. First and foremost, your name is fucking Chet. That that right there is a dead fucking giveaway. And so again, he's acting all hard. In this video I saw, he's walking out of a juice store. Like in fucking Beverly Hills. If you're from the hood, if you're from the streets, you are well aware that there's no jamba juices in fucking the hood, Jack. <laughs> and they're just not. And this asshole walks out of a juice store with a fucking probably a kale smoothie with almond milk because milk makes his tummy a little bit upset with strawberries because that's a natural sweetener because reasons, right? He got a shot of wheatgrass because he wants to boost his immune system. Maybe a little creatine monohydrate for a cell volumizer. And he walks out of that fucking juice store. And again, this is a white guy. The whitest white man that has ever whited. You are the son of Tom Hanks and Rita Wilson. And he comes out of the juice store. Next thing you know, he's talking like Dexter fucking St. Jock. Seriously. Some fucking Jamaican cocaine dealer. And he comes out right like, booyaka, 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 heard. You're holding on to a fucking smoothie in Beverly Hills. You don't know what hard is in the fucked up thing, gang. And I lie to you not. And this is what makes me so upset about shit like this. To quote noted historian and philosopher D.L. Hughley, everyone wants to be a nigga till the cops show up. Right? Let some shit really go down. Not this pretend shit in his rap videos because he got some song called White Boy Summer. As opposed to what? We live in America. Everything in this motherfucker is white. And you guys complain that we get a BET in a Black History Month. Right? I've had people tell to my face, oh, well, Robert, what happens if we have a white in entertainment television? Oh, you mean like Fox News? Go fuck yourselves. Right? But again, here we are. And you don't know what hard it is, so you got to make shit up. So you think hard is coming out of a fucking juice store. But again, if this shit really hit the fan with someone like Chet, he's going to go from bomba clot to fucking, hello, hello, cheerio, hello, tut, tut, top of the morning. Again, he's got the luxury of stepping out of character. Black people don't. 
again, this, if you guys, again, if you follow me on Twitter, you guys remember the dark place I was in just this time last year when George Floyd was murdered and everybody else. The reason why I was upset, because again, my phone blew up and everyone was like, oh, Robert, we see you. Oh, Robert, your life's important. I was like, shut the fuck up. Because again, I told you guys, literally 15, 16 years ago where I worked, again, we've made such progress. I'm literally now like one of five black employees. When I first got there, I was the only one. That place was like fucking Ku Klux Klan Central. And a bunch of white people are having a fucking conversation, Jack, literally about the minority plight in the United States, white people. And I just poked my head and I was like, look, just so you know, it's actually kind of hard being black in the United States. You know what they did? Every single last one of them, they turned and they laughed at me. Now, gang, that was the nice part. The fucked up part is that one of them turned to me pulled out an air violin and hit my monkey ass with the triple dub. This person said, womp, womp, womp. And that made everyone laugh harder. Now, here's the thing, right? Every single last one of those fuckers were the ones who sat there and were texting me saying, you know what? I see. It was like, no, I asked for this treatment 15, 16 years ago. This has got nothing to do with me. This is everything to do with you and your ego. It's fashionable now to say, I see black people. Well, guess what, fuck faces? Black people have been saying, my life's important long before you heard the words Black Lives Matter. But now it's fashionable like a pair of jeans or a brand new car, some fucking shoes. Right, Chet? And I told people when I finally calmed down and I straight up told them, right? Look, if you want to do something special for me, Two years from now, five years from now, when America has turned to something else to be passionate about, I still have to wake up tomorrow morning in a country that doesn't like me, right? Give me my kudos and watch my back when it's not fashionable, right? I, again, you're going to go to some other tragedy. I still have to be black. Chet, this is what makes me so fucking upset about shit like this, right? What, what you're trying to be is what other people are so desperately trying to get away from, right? And the kind of a funny portion of it, you guys remember the Chappelle show during the Wife Swap episode? And I think the character's name was like Leon Washington, right? The black dude that had the, or had the cigarette coming out of the side of his mouth. And uh, it, it was, uh, he called the white kid Mop Top, if you guys remember. And he goes into Mop Top's room, and he's like, what are you doing? And Mop Top is quote unquote dressed black, right? And he is, I just belch, hashtag unprofessional. Now he's talking black, right? And what you get is uh, Mop Top says, you know, I'm from the streets. G-g-g-g-g-g-g unit. And then what did Leon Washington say? Get your ass in the car, boy. And so he puts him in the car and drives him to the hood. And I still remember what he said. He was like, hey, and he kicks Mop Top out of the car, the little white boy. He says, hey, tell all the homies Leon Washington made it out, shuts the door, drives away. Gang, people from the hood, people from the actual streets, white, black, or otherwise, we're not ashamed of where we're coming from, where we came from. We were just glad to get out. Because again, what's a fashion statement to a chet? <laughs> is other people's real lives. And the fucked up portion is, 
is that people who actually live it, they don't have the luxury of the escape. They don't. Again, when Chet feels just a little bit uncomfortable, he gets to go back running to mommy and daddy. Again, I'm not a dad, but again, I have to imagine someone like a Tom Hanks with or without the money. They're like, I'm really disappointed in what my son is doing, but I still love him. And that's my son. Let Chet hit some hard fucking times. Tom Hanks will take him back. Again, that dude's worth $40 million. Like, you know what, Chet? Uh, until you get back on your feet, you know, kind of change your life around. Why don't you just take the entire south side of the house? <laughs> right? You know what people from the hood don't have the luxury of doing is that. You, you just can't turn this shit off. So, again, that's what really makes me mad about a fucking Chet Hanks. Again, I can go on for fucking ever on this portion of the show. <laughs> but I, I may have to wrap this shit. Actually, you know what, gang? I've got one more fucking thing to say about the likes of a Chet Hanks. And I don't want to rush it. But I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. Again, actually. Holy shit, I'm talking for a long fucking time. <laughs> Where the fuck was I? I'm looking at the clock. And I'm pressing up on the 29-minute mark. Again. You know the drill, say it with me. The weasel is about to be drained. Again, I'm about to freshen up this delicious motherfucking Hendrix. Again, then I'll be back for part three of Gin and Truth. Let's go. Black again, gang. So I'm sitting here watching this fucking cartoon, Aquaman, and yeah, I know the drill. It's a fucking cartoon, and I fucking love it. But Aquaman was just fucking crowned Aquaman, and then everyone went down to the bottom of the fucking ocean to see his coronation. Let me so let me let me hit the re real fast. Let me tell you guys something. Every once in a while, I can't turn it off. So so we got the lineup here. We got. Shazam, we got Green Lantern, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Superman, The Bats, Flash, and Cyborg. Everyone's on the bottom of the ocean watching this coronation. Now, Superman's an alien. Wonder Woman's an Amazon. I Okay, great. Green Arrow's got fucking the ring from Oa. Shazam's fucking magical. Okay, I'm only listening to these stories, right? Cyborg's out. Okay, great. Gang, do you guys know the atmospheric pressure? How the fuck did Batman sit there with a fucking plastic mask over his face and sit there and act like his body wasn't being fucking crushed, Jack? You got to get shit from NASA. And even then, it's not good enough. So again, Superman, great. The dude came from fucking Krypton, right? And I'm looking at him right now in his fucking suit. And apparently, everyone from Krypton has less than 1% body fat. Right. And everyone in this picture's got really bad posture. So again, everyone's kind of got sway back and shit. But I realize there's a dramatic effect. But someone tell me how a human being sat on the bottom of the ocean and everything was fine. Okay. Back on topic. But fucking Chet Hanks. Okay. So again, again, go get your fucking shots. 
don't be fucking selfish, right? Again, everyone's got a reason. Go fuck yourself. I'm not going to do that shit again. But again, the reason why he made the list, it's, it's this act. And again, when everyone else has to remain who they are, Chet Hanks could go back to being Chet Hanks at any time. Right again, it, it 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 is a slap in the face for everyone who has to actually live the fucking life. And again, I'm not even talking about just black, right? I hope I'm not spilling any beans, Sifu. But my best friends from like inner city Baltimore. Now, some of you, your ass cheeks just really clenched up, right? I didn't even know what it was. I didn't know inner city Baltimore until I met him, and I had to look at his shit. I was like, oh, gotcha, <laughs> right? Again. And he worked his ass off to be something other than the kid from inner city Baltimore. But my thing with that asshole, not you, Sifu, with Chet is, again, this is a slap in the face to everyone who has to be hard. And the again, I'll do this when I wrap up the show. It's people like a Chet that perpetuate this bullshit standard. Again, when someone looks at me and says, you sound white. I'm like, no, fucker, I sound exactly like my background dictates. I'm the son of a military officer and a fucking English teacher for a mother. What do you expect from me? That being said, I know just as many white boys from like Georgia. And you know what? It's got a natural flavor to their voice. They're not trying to be anything more than what they actually are. right? And I guarantee you, you pluck Chet Hanks out of that rapper persona and all this other bullshit. I promise you. Again, it, it's really hard to be hard when you were raised with butlers and you have parents that are worth $40 million. So, again, I, I had to throw that shit in there because, again, if people like that, I want to hold their head underwater until they are no longer converting oxygen to carbon dioxide. It is a slap in the face to everyone who's really in the fucking struggle. Gang Uncle Bobby gave you some fucking problems. You know how we do it on this show. Now Uncle Bobby's going to give you some motherfucking solutions. First one up, everyone who wants to fucking get rid of dodgeball, shut the fuck up. Again, you, you will never, the greatest lessons you will ever learn, sports, life, anything, the greatest lessons you will ever fucking learn will be while you are on the receiving end of a tremendous ass whooping. That's just a scientifically proven fact. Again, fire forges steel. And I just think that removing dodgeball from schools, it, it is just a symptom. It, it is a magnifying glass on why this generation is fucking soft. Seriously, right? Again, if you can get this to a kid, tell him Uncle Bobby said, there's going to come a point in time where mommy and daddy won't be there to wipe the snot from your fucking nose. Again, nothing is a greater metaphor for life when fucking you think you are safe and next thing you know, your tooth is being knocked out because someone threw a fucking 95-mile-an-hour red plastic fastball right at your fucking face. Next one up, Ted Cruz for the one millionth time. Shut the fuck up. Seriously, shut the fuck up. Again, Texans, have you had enough yet? Here is a man. Here is part of Texas government 
who is screaming their honesty at you. I do not care if you die. I just want to get reelected. And there's nothing that I won't do to achieve that goal. Again, he had this passionate ass speech. Passionate speech about no more masks in schools, no way, no how. All the while literally paying money for his daughter's fucking safety. So again, have you had enough? Are you tired of these people not just lying to you, but literally trying to take your fucking life? Next one up, Greg Abbott trying to take away liquor sales. Shut the fuck up. Again, if you think your Second Amendment gun nuts fucking are going to go wreck shop, again, try to take alcohol away from us alcoholics. I host a show called Gin and Truth. You don't think I like doing a little bit of drinking, Greg? <laughs> again, Texas restaurants, they're going to bend your knee. They're going to acquiesce, right? No one wants to lose that kind of money, especially after what we went through this time last year. But, dude, you are the ultimate bully. You are hitting people where you know it fucking hurts. Why? Because you don't want people to wear masks. All the while, anyone who comes within farting distance of Greg Abbott has to get two tests a week. Greg Abbott, go fuck yourself. Next one up, Greg Abbott and this $10,000 fucking abortion bounty. Shut the fuck up. Seriously. Again, it hit me smack dab in the middle of my little talk about it. You're not getting to people that live in Westlake. You're not getting the people who have a residence in Pemberton. Old West. No, not at all. You have literally turned poor people against poor people. $10,000 sounds sexy as shit. I'll take it, <laughs> right? But I'm not going to sell my soul for it. But find someone, again, because you know who gets abortions normally? Lower to middle class people, especially in the South, because our sex education is quite literally don't fuck, right? Do what God tells you. Shut the fuck up. You have literally turned poor neighbor against poor neighbor. Again, the person in Bremerton, they're not hurting. They're not even worried about their lights being turned off. The, the people who send their kids to fucking Austin Reagan, what was once Austin Johnson, they're worried like a motherfucker. Now, the first time they, they may hit the pass button. The third and fourth time, when their stomachs are rumbling, their gas has been turned off, yeah, they may do it. You have literally turned poor person against poor person. Again, if this is a Christian standard, I've never been happier to be a fucking atheist. Last one up, Chet fucking ain't. Shut the fuck up. Again, your message about COVID, I don't even care. Stupid people are going to stupid. I can't stop that. My problem with you is this act you're putting on. Again, you, you, you released a video of you being hard while walking out of a Jamba Juice. Yeah. You know what you're more likely to see in the hood? Gun stores, liquor stores, check cashing places. There, there are no Jamba Juices. You don't go get organic meals, you dumb bastard. Right? Again, you had to make it up because hard to you meant fucking watching boys in the hood. You're acting and you're a bad actor at that. 
But again, the worst part about it is that you are perpetuating a fucking stereotype. Again, when times get tough, you get to go back to being a white boy and a rich one. I can't take off being black, right? Poor people can't just stop being poor, right? We're trying to get out of this and you're trying to actively act like you're a fucking part of it, right? Again, I'm not going to sit and tell you guys I've got a stereotypical ass story, but I didn't grow up with shit. We were poor. Again, when you move off a post, Right, and your dad's a lieutenant. Let me tell you what lieutenant. Maybe it's different now. I, I don't know, but lieutenants weren't exactly making half a million dollars a year in the late seventies and the early eighties. They just weren't. Right. So again, my parents watched their pennies, and by the time Chet was born, Tom Hanks was already that guy. So again, you've got the luxury of stepping back into financial comfort. You've got the luxury of covering up your tattoos, growing your hair out, and talking, I don't know, normal, and leaving all this behind. Cats from the hood don't have that fucking luxury. And your act is an insult. Other people's real life is not your fucking Halloween costume, Chet. All right, gang. The big guys held you long enough. He's signing the fuck off. Gin and truth. Let's go.